0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday. I'm not your average Boston sports podcast. Uh, as always, you can listen to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and you can uh, follow our social pages on Twitter and on Facebook. You may have noticed uh, from our uh, Twitter post earlier in the week that uh, Eric Bellier stopping by to talk uh, MLB playoffs. So, uh, Eric, great to have you back.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is like... closest thing i get to christmas time so i'm excited it's gonna be fun crazy finishes but it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome uh postseason as we wrap up the regular season we're recording today day 162 so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah absolutely it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an exciting time of year you know playoff baseball is always fun you know i think for a lot of folks that uh listen to this podcast and have had to listen to me talk about the uh poor Red Sox for the last <laughs> uh, I think it'll be, you know, cool for people to hear about postseason baseball, even though the Sox are not going to be a part of it this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, you heard – I mean, I don't know if you saw it today, but uh, Cora seems like he's like, dude, this can't happen again in, yeah. a, in, a, in a good way. So I'm excited. I'm I'm assuming you'll have me on in the postseason, uh, but we're in the offseason. So yeah. we'll be able to talk free agent signings and stuff. Absolutely. I think Boston's going to be a player for sure, but that's another conversation for another day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So getting into these posts, these playoffs, you know, uh, playoffs begin Friday. There's a new format, you know, best two out of three wildcard series. And uh, there are a couple of teams that are in for the first time in a while. Uh, just give me your overall thoughts about the playoffs and new format and new teams, just all the, all the things you're thinking about.
1: The expanded format um, when the whole CBA stuff was going on, um, this was the one that I was most hung up on because you don't want to make it, you know, expanded to listen. I I get the NBA's aspect of it, but you don't want it to get to that point in baseball. Um, You kind of got a taste of it during the COVID shortened season. What happens when you really expand it and it didn't really work. Right. So, This I think is perfect with the uh, with the uh, six to twelve team format six on each side. Um, the buys I like I, I like everything that they're doing. You know the higher seed gets all three games at home. Mm. Um, the top three seeds are determined based off of winning percentage and all that good stuff. And you know I I couldn't have asked for a better group of playoff teams in my opinion. I think. Mm. I think the sixth on the National League side and the sixth on the American League side are, are very exciting. And, you know, a matchup on the National League side that you haven't had a playoff, you haven't had a playoff team since 2011, I believe. So with, with the Phillies and the, and the Mariners breaking the 2001, you know, streak. So it's exciting. And there's th- these matchups are, are awesome. I think, I think, I think, you know, you'll never hear me compliment Rob Manfred, but they did something right here. <laughs> they, they they actually did something that makes sense, and it's not overkill. But you know, you're also trying to gain revenue from this as well, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's going to be fun. Um, again, no credit to man for, for anything except for this.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm excited to, you know, get into these wild card games. You know, the fact that it's best two out of three. You know, all these games matter, and you know, it's the classic. You know, first day of postseason baseball, you just have games that you watch all day.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's what that's where we're going to get the first uh, three days, you know, assuming that um, all the series go the full three games. I don't know if all of them will. Right. Um, but I think that it probably makes sense to start talking about each of these kind of wild card series. Mm-hmm. Um, I figure that uh, we could start in uh, the American League. Cover the uh, two series between uh, Tampa Bay and Cleveland. That series starts in Cleveland, um, and then Seattle and Toronto. That series starts, or that series is in Toronto. Um, so let's start with Seattle and Toronto. You got Seattle, obviously, in the postseason for the first time since two thousand one, and then uh, Toronto, which I think they're back in the playoffs. They made it in twenty twenty, correct?
1: Yeah. They were in the expanded format down in Florida when they were down in Florida. They didn't make it last year to my knowledge. I don't remember.
0: All right. But let's start there. Let's start Seattle and Toronto. Yeah.
1: um, Two teams that kind of have their strengths and weaknesses um, where it's, where it's, you know, pretty prominent in a sense. Um, You know, the the pitching is what this is going to come down to. Toronto is very top heavy in their starting rotation. Uh, Jose Barrios has been a disappointment um, all year, to say the least. They paid him big time after the trade with Minnesota at the deadline last year. Um, and then Seattle's coming in hungry. I think you got the American League Rookie of the Year slam dunk winner in, in Julio Rodriguez. And, you know, a team that you kind of saw with the Bills, right? Like the Bills got there for, in, in comparing it to a different sport couple of years ago when the Bills made the playoffs for the first time in, a, in like 20 years, you saw how hungry they were. Granted, they lost that game, but either way, it's become a constant for them now. Seattle really, you know, sure, they can get swept here and is what it is, but Seattle can use this as a, as a way of saying, hey, you know, we belong here. This is where we should be. And in a division that has Shohei Otani and, and Mike Trout on the same team, you know, you're making it over them and playing to the, to the caliber of baseball they did this year, you know, is, is great. So I think the unfortunate part is whoever wins this series gets eaten alive (laughs) by Houston, but that's just me personally. Um, I like Seattle. I think Seattle's offense is clicking one to nine, you know, A.U. and Neil Suarez has hit a, you know, he has hit hit a, um, a hot streak and, you know, Jerry Depoto loves making trades and what he's done this year has worked out. Luis Castillo has been awesome, but there's a lot of unknowns here. You know, how is this team that Seattle really doesn't have many former playoff players, you know, guys that have been in the playoffs? How are they going to perform and can can Toronto rope in all their issues, whether it's injuries, pitching back end of the bullpen stuff? You know, can they rope that in and and put a little streak together? Um, T-Mobile Park, the kingdom i have called it 18 different names at this point—but mm-hmm. you know, it stinks that the games aren't in Seattle. But the Rogers Center is going to be going crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know what it's like. You you remember the whole bat throw with with uh, Jose Batista and oh, yeah, Jose sure. so It's going to be a fun series. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to take Seattle on the road.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I think this series really could go um, either way. You know, Toronto obviously are ridiculous with what they can do offensively. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. that's the thing. But yeah,
0: I'm I'm excited about this series. I think it could be interesting. Uh, I'm curious to see if uh, my guy Jackie Bradley gets into any uh, gets into any games for Toronto. But uh, he might I,
1: be one of those guys that you see in the eighth inning. Yeah, to come to come play center field.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: defensive stuff, you know, but mm. yeah, it's going to be, it's one of those ones that you look at on paper and you're like, Hey, I'm not going to watch this, but then you put it on you're like, Oh my God, how, you know, how awesome it is. Mm. It's, it's it, this is an intriguing series because Seattle's also been a very good road team this year. So they, they're, they're going to be chomping at the bit to get going. Robbie Ray's going to make a start in the ballpark. He won the Cy Young in last year, you know, when he pitched for Toronto. So It'll, it'll be, um it's intriguing for sure. It's not one of those ones you could look at and go, definitely this is what I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the other wild card series, the Rays uh, traveling to Cleveland to play the Guardians. Uh, thought, thoughts on this series.
1: So Cleveland, Terry Francona is winning AO manager of the year. In my opinion, um, I would have given it to Brandon Hyde of, of Baltimore. If they made the playoffs, they didn't, they were impressive. They finished with a, 500 record um, but what Cleveland has done this year you know is has been impressive you you got to kind of see the not effects I I don't think the effects is the right term but like the way the Lindor trade played out you know mm-hmm. Andres Jimenez has been was an all-star this year for them has played every day either at short or second base and has been great was an all-star so you partner that with how good their pitching staff is, it's going to be tough, you know, but on the flip side of that, I hate Tampa Bay just because they're Tampa Bay. It's just the way that they're built. You always look at them and like, Oh my God, they're terrible. Like you wouldn't think they'd be able to play to the level they do. And, you know, now they're coming in as the last wild card seed going into an area where they just got Tyler Glasnow back, who was out last year with Tommy John, who knows? Who knows if he's going to be able to, you know, bounce back from that and carry a workload of a postseason? But, you know, the, the the Kevin Cash knows how to manage to an extent, mm-hmm. and and they're they're a team that always makes some noise. They took the Red Sox to five last year in a divisional series, so this is a toss-up. Um, Cleveland's also had a lot of roster turnover, and again, they're in a situation where, you know sure, there's, you know, Jose Ramirez has been there, you know, guys like that. But a younger roster, again, Ahmed Rosario, another guy from the Mets trade with Ferlandor, that's been awesome for them. But it's just a lot of getting your feet wet type of thing. And, you know, we could call it a Mickey Mouse ring or a Mickey Mouse World Series all we want. Tampa Bay played for a World Series title two years ago. So, you know, the the bulk of this team has been to the, you know, knows what it takes to get there, whether it be in COVID situations or not. You know, and and right. and so it's it's a toss up. Um, I don't know. I I, I Cleveland's like the Cinderella story this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take Cleveland. I know you have love for Tito. You always will, as a Red Of course, fan. of course, yeah. So that that's 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 who I'm going with. But again, it's one of those situations that if if Tampa can grab hold to this to the um to the series game one, I think it's it's a wrap. Tampa Bay has just been riddled with injuries this year. Mm-hmm. So for them to get in is a feat, but all their pieces are starting to come back together. Wanda Franco, who is a rookie of the year, front runner to start the year, just got hurt and fell off the face of the earth. So Tampa Bay has a lot of figuring out to do um mm-hmm. going into this series starting Friday.
0: Yeah, I think they're definitely a team that like no matter what they have, they are always a threat to win games and you know, they always find ways. So, you know, there's certainly a reason that you could look at them as, you know, okay, they're dangerous. You know, Rosarena, obviously we know what he did in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, like, as you said, Cleveland kind of has the Cinderella thing going for them. And yeah. Jose Ramirez is really good. Um, you know, I think I probably like Cleveland, but as you said, like a Tampa Bay can win that first game they probably win
1: and another tough place to play in cleveland you know you remember the 2016 world series against the cubbies Mm. it was it gets as loud that's a fan base hungry for baseball success absolutely and and cleveland this year opened some eyes and granted a weak division with the white Sox falling and the twins underperforming but you know nonetheless they're the three seed for the reason for a reason you know so it'll be interesting for sure
0: so looking at the uh, National League now, uh, we have the Padres playing against uh, your Mets. Uh, huh. what, uh, what's your thinking with this series? I think this could be a
1: well look. I mean, you've seen, you, you've seen the whole thing online with the whole the Met 10 and a half game lead. They gave up 10, right? The Braves have played at 114 win pace since June 1st. That is impeccable. Right, The Mets are going to, I mean, if they play today, they're in a rain delay right now, but they're on the verge of winning their 101st game of the season. This is similar to last year. Look at what the Giants did. The Giants won 109 games, and the Dodgers won 106 and was the wild card. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just a product of playing in a division against the world's defending World Series champion, who, by the way, are still a very good team. Um, this is just strength against strength. Um, the -hmm. Mets starters, you know, you're going to have to go out there and face DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett um, in any order, one, two, and three, if it gets there. But on the flip side too, you Darvish has historically given the Mets fits over the years. And, And, you know, Juan Soto, who has been, you know, relatively quiet since getting, well, not relatively, very quiet since getting traded over there at the trade deadline, you know, He's killed the Mets, and so is Josh Bell, the other guy that went over there in the trade. So, you know, I think this is going to come down to bullpen stuff. Um, obviously, the Mets missing Starling Marte, which is up in the air as of recording, um, because of the broken finger, you know, that's going to play a role. But Josh Hader, for a lack of a better term, has been just terrible since he got traded over from Milwaukee. Um, the bullpen is what they needed to improve on and it, you know, name value wise, they got better, but performance, they got worse. So the starting pitching and the offense is really what's going to carry San Diego. And if the Mets bullpen shows up the way it is, listen, you hear trumpets in the ninth inning, it's game over. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just, it's the way it is. He's the best pitcher in in relief pitcher in baseball this year, Edwin Diaz. So, you know, the, the, I'm excited to get guys like McNeil, Alonzo, you know, DeGrom has never pitched in the um, playoffs at home. So him getting a home start this series will be fun. And mm. See, he's going to be rocking. I'll report back Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, anytime you have a baseball team that has the ability to roll out, you know, Scherzer and DeGrom for, you know, two games in a two-game series, you know, playoffs or not, like I feel like that team is always going to have an advantage. Um Cause I think, you know, the starting pitching always kind of means more in the postseason, but then again, you know, the bullpen also is, um, huge for any teams that, you know, win the world series or do well in the playoffs. So I kind of feel like the Mets have a fairly decided advantage in terms of the pitching.
1: Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it gets to the situation where, you know, the Mets after getting, you know, prior to getting swept to against Atlanta last week, um, they made it where it was, you know, DeGrom was available for today's game, Wednesday's game, if this game mattered for Mm -hmm. game 162 for the division. Now you look at it. Okay. You bump him out today. He pitches on Friday, gets a couple extra days off. But with that being said, you win game one, it's almost like, you know, you have LA next, right? And you're not saying that the series is wrapped up in the slightest, but, does it make sense to go Scherzer or do you save him for a game three hmm. or, or game one of the series against the Dodgers? You know, you're put, you're put in that situation. Now, do I think the Mets win the series? Yes. And that's partially me being a fan. It's partially me just thinking they're a better made up team. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just what you run into. And I mean, I would love to have the issue of saying, should I pitch uh, Max Scherzer tomorrow? or Tuesday <laughs> like it's yeah. it buck buck it's really well also too, show Walter has to forget everything that happened the last time he managed the playoffs because what what happened in Toronto with the whole Ubaldo Jimenez thing it, it can't have that here the Mets fans and media will be at his throat so I'm interested to see how he handles it and it's going to be a fun series but I think the Mets could take care of that in two
0: yeah I tend to think so as well um You know, I think San Diego is relatively, you know, they do have some guys who have played in the postseason and some guys who have won. But I think like, I don't know, there's something about the Mets that I feel like they're better equipped to win a, you know, short series like this. I'd be very curious to see if they do indeed advance to play the Dodgers. I think that would be a great series. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, it's it's going to be exciting. You know, the you forget Juan Soto won a World Series at 20 years old with the Nationals right. in 2019, you know. So it's like it's like there's the storylines that are there, but, you know, mm-hmm. the Mets offense for the most part, relatively unproven in the playoffs. McNeil, Alonzo, um, Escobar is there a while back. Lindor obviously probably has the most experience. Mm-hmm. And then you're going around the outfield. Nimmo was there in 2016, I think. Um and then Mark Canna was there for a bit with the A's, and so was Marte if he plays. Mm-hmm. You, know, you get to see big big Dan Vogel back hitting too, so that'll be fun. Right. But it's going to be a fun series for sure. The, both National League series I'm excited for.
0: Yeah, So now moving to the other National uh, National League wildcard series, You've got the Phillies uh, against the Cardinals. Uh, I'm kind of curious about this series. I think, you know, Phillies back in the playoffs for the first time in a while, and, you know, the Cardinals, ain't think, they've been a pretty solid team start to finish.
1: It's the battle of which pitching staff is going to show up more. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, St. Louis went out and they didn't necessarily really trade for the big names at the trade deadline, but they traded for Jose Quintana. They traded for Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees and Montgomery has been awesome since coming over from the Yankees. Uh, Quintana from Pittsburgh, I believe off the top of my head. Um, You know, they've been good, but, you know, you kind of look at it and go, when are the wheels going to fall off? You know, Adam Wainwright's probably your game one starter. You know, Yachty's catching, and I'm willing to bet that Pujols is going to be in the lineup. If two of those guys don't perform, you're putting a lot of pressure on a guy, on on Paul Goldschmidt, who I think is going to be an MVP finalist. I don't think he's going to win it, but I think he's going to be the MVP finalist. So, um, He's good, you know, you're putting pressure on the guys, him and Renato, to really step up. And the Phillies, man, the Phillies pitching is just dismal. Nola wasn't that good this year. He got hurt. Zach Wheeler was hurt a lot. Um, Ranger Suarez was a nice surprise, but that's not a guy you're going to rely on as an ace. And now the, you know, the, the Phillies are kind of one of those teams that you look at and say, all right, you know, we fired Joe Girardi and we played out of, we played out of our butts the remainder of the season. Um, you know, you're trying to throw Noah Sindergaard in the bullpen, you know, using him as a starter too. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's a balancing act. And I think the the Cardinals are a more veteran laden team and the Cardinals are professionals, the wrong word, but they've been there. You know, yeah. you got guys that have won world series there. And mm-hmm. I, I think, I think St. Louis takes care of this. Yeah. I really do. And I think, I think St. Louis is another team that's been hungry to get into the playoffs consistently again. And, mm-hmm. And St. Louis is a powerhouse, is a great baseball town, so they're looking forward to this as well.
0: Absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, I definitely have to agree with with that. Um, it just, yeah, seems like the Cardinals really are kind of a a team that you know is you know veteran laden and you know knows how to win and. You know, I feel like it's a relatively easy thing to pick the Cardinals, but then again, it's you know postseason baseball, crazy things can happen. But
1: for sure, for I mean, sure, it's, it's gonna be fun. There. I I just think Philly has too many issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the bullpen has been their issue. It's 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 one of those things that you look at and you're like, we know we need to fix it, but we don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and and. That's the position they're in. They brought in David Robertson um at the trade deadline from the Cubbies, but they haven't been all that great even with them. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, I think the Cardinals and Braves and the Mets and the Dodgers will be a great series, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll see how it how it you know pans out. I really don't want to sound like a fan here, but mm-hmm. I, we'll see how it pans out. It's it's all all eight of the all 12 of these teams are more than capable of making a run, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, So now, you know, looking at the two teams in each league that have gotten buys, you know, the Yankees and Astros in the American League, and then uh, the Mets, or the, uh, excuse me, the Braves and the Dodgers in the National League, Uh, looking at the American League and taking a look at Houston and the Yankees, um, I think just looking at all of these teams, do you think that having a buy in the first round could be? like a good thing or a bad thing for either of these teams?
1: Well, I think I'm in the minority when I say this, but I think the Yankees getting a bye is nice because, Mm -hmm. you know, they can not hide from, in a sense, but, you know, get away from the whole Aaron Judge 62 thing now that he did it, you know, where you could kind of decompress and and not have to focus on that and, you know, just get ready for what's ahead. And, and they're going to need that. And I think them being able to take a week off as five days off, essentially go, all right, you know, recharge our batteries, you know, try to figure out what they're doing with the, with the playoff roster. Cause they have a lot of guys coming back. Andrew Benatendi, Matt Carpenter. Um, they have the chance to take a step back and be like, all right, here's what I got to do. And, and go from there. Now Houston's just electric. What, what Justin Verlander has done has been, it's incredible. Um, if he didn't get hurt, he's your AL Cy Young, but the Astros are just a team that are proving everybody wrong. Now, you know, the whole 2017, in my opinion, thing is, is over and done with Mm -hmm. Jose Altuve has proven he's arguably the best second baseman in baseball. Um, they're just one of those teams that you look at and go, they're a juggernaut kind of like, you know what you could say about the, what the 07 Red Sox did, where you just look at them and go, they're going to win a lot of baseball games. And that's what Houston is. They don't need the breaker or not. They're just built to win um, no matter what. Now Atlanta, you look at the Atlantic, uh, you know, the, the National League side of things with Atlanta, could they benefit from time off? Maybe. They just had to put everything they could into June 1st to October 5th in the sense of getting the division back. Um, but they're riding such a high that why would you want a week off, you know? So it's, it's Atlanta's case is interesting because their, their, their pitching is kind of in flux. I guess it's good to get Spencer Strider off his feet um, with the oblique. Maybe he'll be back for the divisional round. That's up in the air. Um, but from an injury thing, you know, you let Acuna, who really never looked 100% following coming back from the ACL injury, um, to you know, get a couple extra days under his belt and and relax. And the, the the Dodgers are the similar thing to what the Astros are. You know what you're getting from them. They 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 could take off a month and come back and be fine. So the the, the uh, Dodgers I think are gonna could care less if they have a break or not. I'm sure they'll enjoy it. You know, Kershaw gets to get off his feet, but you know the, the mm-hmm. Dodgers are one of those teams. They won what 111, 110 games. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter by or not.
0: Mhm. So looking at um each of these four teams um and you know you can be honest if you think neither of them are losing in the division series but which team do you think is most likely to be upset in the first in the like not first round but like the division series?
1: The Braves. I I really think people are are underestimating um St. Louis. Now hmm do I want the Mets to beat LA? Sure. Do I think they're capable of them? Sure. They took four or seven of them from, from them, from the regular season in the regular season. Um, But St. Louis, if they're pitching clicks, you know, Nolan Arenado is still the best defensive third baseman in baseball. And Oh, by the way, can swing it well too. Um, and, And I think that between them and, and knowing what it takes to win, having that veteran presence, I think is awesome because you know, Atlanta, to me, still has, you know, yeah, Matt Olson's really good, but he's not Freddie Freeman. You know, you don't have that veteran presence from last year. Sure, you have a lot of the same guys that won it with you, but Ozzie Albies is still out. But, you know, you got a guy that Adam Wainwright, who's won it multiple times, and and Yachty, who's won him multiple times. Same with Pujols. So, you know, I think Atlanta's young gun – Type of firing squad could could be um, humbled a bit from a veteran present team like the like the uh, Cardinals, but we'll see. You know, I also think Seattle can come out of nowhere and beat uh, and beat Houston. That's just me, though. Mm. That's that's just I would love to see Seattle go make up make a run for it.
0: That would be cool. That would be really cool. Uh, looking at like the wild card teams, mm-hmm. which one of those teams of the um, eight teams? which wildcard team do you think is the most dangerous and who's like the most likely that you could realistically see making a run like the world series and winning it?
1: Well, we touched on it earlier, you know, the team from Queens, isn't that bad. Um, I think again, I think again, any, any series you have to face one of Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer at least twice mm. tough to beat them once. Um, yeah. And if, if that offense clicks at the right time, like they needed to, and like it has been this past week, yeah. This past series against the Nationals, I think it's it's a good start. And and you're gonna have a mix of young guys in there. I think Francisco Alvarez, who's their top prospect,'s been up for the last week or so. He's gonna make the playoff roster. So mm-hmm. I think the Mets, if they can get past LA, I feel I, I feel confident that you could be seeing a fall classic played in Queens. Now I'm not saying they're gonna win the whole thing, sure. But I think if they can get past the Dodgers, you know, that's the big one.
0: Do you think there's an American League wildcard team that could make a run? Or yeah. Think um, Yankees I, I think Seattle. Okay.
1: Seriously. You know, I, I think I think the Yankees are the, are the team to beat in the American League, hmm. um, especially if Cole keeps pitching the way he's pitching. And then you have Nestor Cortez, you go down the line. Their bullpen is going to be questionable um, with injuries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you look down that lineup and you're getting Ben Benintendi back you're getting Matt Carpenter back guys that were huge pieces to the success that they had early on in the year. It's important. So I I think it could be Seattle. um, Mm -hmm. Just again, that running gun young type of team that's looking to make some noise and don't care what their reputation is. And them, I'm sure they like their matchup against Houston because they've seen them so much.
0: Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I didn't even consider that that, yeah, they're, you know, in the same division played each other a lot and, you know, there's always, you can, you can learn a lot from playing against a team, you know, 18, 19 times a year, um, getting into kind of the furthest into the playoffs, getting to the world series. What do you think is like a realistic world series matchup? That we I can
1: think, expect? I think there's four teams out of this. I think it's the, the Yankees. I think it's the Astros. I think it's the Mets and I think it's the Braves. Um I just don't see how the Dodgers bullpen holds up and you know as good as as good as the Dodgers are, you know how much you're going to rely on Joey Gallo in the playoffs. You know, so I think any of those mixture of four teams I firmly believe that you know it could it it could be a deep playoffs, it could be a long playoffs. I don't see anything you know, outside of the wildcard series going more, going less than four games, you know, these, all these series are going to be dogfights day in and day out. And, and both, all four of those teams, I think are built for it. So, you know, the Mets, the Braves, the Yankees, the Astros are my four. In my opinion.
0: Okay. Yeah. I could certainly see that. I think it would be fun to see Braves, Mets or maybe fun to see a division division matchup in a in a championship series Um, or a
1: subway series world series
0: for sure yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah that would be very fun um what do you think's a matchup that's like kind of realistic but would like be the most entertaining or like most fun
1: blue jays phillies because the amount of characters on that team that and the amount of uh not to bring politics into it, but the amount of guys who couldn't come over the border into Canada for Philly, uh,
0: sure, sure, they'd, sure. Be, they'd
1: be, they'd be in such a hole that Philly would have me and you batting fourth and fifth. Oh my um, God. But Toronto, I mean, I would love to see Vlad jr. Win a world series, oh, yeah. you know, as, as much as it's the American league East and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a tough division, but that team's fun to watch no matter what fan you are. Vladdy jr. Bo Bichette, that's a, that's a good group and, and, a, and a group that I think can perform. So, I think that a random world series combination would be cool if it was like Toronto and Philly, but Mm. I don't think it'll get to that. I think Philly's done after the wild card.
0: All right. So, uh, team, team that you think, uh, that you think is going to win from the American league and the national league.
1: Um, okay. So who do I think and who do I want? Who do I think it's going to be the Yankees? I I think, I think the Yankees are, are, are on their path to, You know, now, like I said, taking away from the spotlight a little bit now that the whole Maris, chasing Maris thing is 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 over with, they're able to just reset and play ball now. There's not a lot of pressure on Judge. You saw Judge down the stretch, was pushing it hard to try to hit home runs. And and you saw him almost become a different person Tuesday night when he hit it, where he was like, Oh, thank god I don't have to worry about it anymore. He's not playing and he's not playing today. Um and then the 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 other side. I'll say the the, I'll say the Braves. I'll say I'll say the Braves. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just to save me from sounding like a homer. Um, They did it last year. They have the team to do it again. Mm -hmm. But it's a question of can Kenley Jansen hold up? He's been terrible the majority of the year, but this last recent stretch he has been good. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're built to win And, and they're built to win for a long time. That young core is there to stay. So. I'll probably say the Braves and the Yankees, and I'll take the Yankees in six, okay. just because I despise the Braves.
0: Okay, well, uh, I bet everyone that's a Red Sox fan listening to that, uh, listening to this, does absolutely does not want the do not want the Yankees to win. But hey, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Not much we yeah. can do about it. Hundred um, percent. But uh, obviously, great talking baseball with you, Eric, and uh, I think we're all looking forward to postseason baseball. You know, I'm gonna try to get into it even though that the, the socks aren't in it it's definitely difficult too but uh, i'm looking forward to watching some some baseball watching some of the young guys in the postseason for the first time um, certainly will be fun it's gonna be it's gonna be
1: fun um this is a time of year where i used to sit in the dorm rooms and we were in school together and not leave for the night because yeah, there's a lot of baseball on so I'm excited. It's going to be fun, and we'll do this again come uh, off season time. I think I'm going to the winter meetings this year.
0: Absolutely. So, okay.
1: So we'll we'll sit down and shoot the breeze a bit about signings and whatnot. Uh, sure. when the time comes. All
0: right. Any uh any plugs you want to do for yourself?
1: Yeah, or Eric underscore Bellier twenty one on Twitter. Th- just Eric underscore Bellier on Twitter. Eric underscore Bellier twenty one on Twitter. Um, I'm gaining a little bit of a following. I'm not Frank, the tank Mets fan. I try to keep it as professional as I can, but um, yeah, all Twitter stuff, all content stuff, find me there. Um, Don't hesitate to reach out love interacting with people. So Eric underscore B E L Y E a 21 on Twitter. Boom. all right. There it
0: is. All right, everyone. Uh, We'll talk to you on the pod next week. Have a great weekend.